The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Kelly Sullivan Walden, a.k.a. Dr. Dream, here on Unity Online Radio. And I might sound a little far away today. I'm actually just as close as ever, but I'm calling you from a parking lot because there are uh, there's a power line being put up on my street. So I'm not able to do this show from my home office like I normally do. So I'm just on my cell phone. So I ho- hope that you'll put up with me and that you'll be able to just tune in to the frequency that I'm coming from and put up with the sound. But I think and Catherine and Nancy are going to sound great. Catherine is my guest today. And just to be able to come in from a, a little bit more in sync place, let's go into a little prayer because I definitely need it. It's been one of those kind of mornings. So I want to invite you to turn it in for a moment and take a big, deep breath with me uh, and let go as much as possible to the drama, to the any bit of chaos going on in your world or that you're connected with via the news. There's a lot going on today. If you're listening in real time, I know there's a lot of emotions. Emotions are high. And I just want to not suppress any of those, not want to turn any of those away. But just for this moment, let's just have a little bit of a reprieve. Let's just step into of ease and grace and and let's wow I'm really hearing those <laughs> text going by. Oh my God in Skype. Oh letting everything go even this taking a reprieve so that we can just find some grace because it's always here. It's available. It's a matter of bringing our thoughts, bringing that place in consciousness. Let's call on it. Let's wrap ourselves up in it. I'm remembering. Um, I'm going to do this from. Let me see. Ooh. Okay. I don't know if you guys can hear me. It sounds like I'm cutting out a little bit. So I'm going to undo my Bluetooth and see if that works a little bit better. Better. Here I am. Am I better now? Yeah, you're better. And we, you were cutting out a little bit, but I, we can hear you a lot clearer now. Oh, thank, thank you, honey. You're welcome. Well, okay. I'm just gonna. This is a very strange prayer, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna have it segue into this thing that just occurred to me this morning. That is kind of bizarre, but it was a really stunning thing that to me is is a prayer in and of itself. A few years ago, my husband and I were in visiting a tribe called the Waitaha, and they are 
um, they're connected to the Maoris, but they are separate from the Maoris in that they consider themselves to be nonviolent. They're matriarchal led and they have practices that are different from the Maoris. The Maoris are wonderful um, and yet they consider themselves warriors. So this tribe, the Waitaha, they're very peaceful and they have a tribal leader whose name is Teporaho. And he's kind of, he's like the Dalai Lama in many ways that we could say of New Zealand or of at least a lot of the spiritual seekers in New Zealand. And he, along with a bunch of people, we went to this place. It was, it was winter in New Zealand, even though it was summer for us. We went to this place that was one of their sacred springs and it was a long trek. It was snowy. It was icy. The trees were covered in ice and frost, and it was a little perilous hiking in. It took about an hour to hike into this beautiful spring, but we, he, like we all were told to to wear bathing suits so that we could, if we wanted to, go into the water. But it was freezing cold, so Teporaho jumped in, completely happy, and I and I'm a water baby. If I'm around water. I have to go into it. I just have to. So I, even though I was shivering and t- turning blue, I went into the water anyway, and it was freezing, but I found myself stepping into it. And Teporaho said to me, if you think about it, the water is actually quite warm. Oh man. Okay. Well, well, and I'm that was the good part. What she, little... I know what she's going to say. She was going to say, say, it, was, said, if you think about it, the water is actually quite warm. And, and so he's <laughs> telling her that, the, you know, and then suddenly she felt all of a sudden, all the, like the blueness went out of her and she did not feel cold for that moment. And at least, I don't know how long that lasted, but, but it did last for a it period of time because a half an hour. see, a half hour, 30 minutes of that energy field, and it rubbed right off on you in the best of ways. So if I'm not cutting out, I'll just... You're not. Yeah, go ahead. Pointing. The point is, 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 it is done unto us as we... We can, we can tragic, or we can call it magic. We can call it a breakdown or a breakthrough or all of the above. And... I brought this wonderful, wonderful soul, Catherine Bell, to to talk to us about alchemy and about emotions and about dreams and how how our um, how our dreams can help us to transform our emotions and how our dreams can actually help us to really I don't know to just have some breakthroughs and how it can have an, a medicinal healthy effect on our mind, body, and spirit. So our negative emotions, we they're not necessarily something to put away. We want to work with them. So Nancy, as long as I'm, do you have Catherine Bell's um, bio in front of you? Because maybe you could read it so it'll be uninterrupted. You, <laughs> yeah, let me, let me do I, that. Oh, all, all right. That'd be good. Okay. So everybody listen to this. Catherine Bell, hold on. I just X'd out of it, of course, because, you know, why wouldn't I? All right. <laughs> Here we go. Catherine Bell is a dream coach, and she's the founder of Experiential Dream Work. She has really gone and deepened and enriched her whole life through her personal dream work. She is passionate about helping you become more truly uh, truly you by tuning into the insights that you can find within your nightly dreams. I mean, she's gotten around. She's facilitated gr- dream groups for 20 years. She's been a dream coach for nine. She has her own 
her own podcast that you have to tune into one hour a week. It's called The Dream Journal. And this is where you really can dig in. And if you want to talk about just how how closely woven her life is with dreams. She's extensively connected to, oh my goodness, so many people, Roger, um, Mark Bergman, Krista Lancaster. I mean, all the who's who of the dream <laughs> world. Okay. So let's just bring her on because she talks about dreaming as a part of her emotional immune system. And I can't wait to hear all about that. Here she is, Catherine Bell, everybody. Catherine hey, thank Bell. you, Nancy. Hi, Kelly. Catherine, so glad to have you, you so on the much. show, Kelly. I must say that your show inspired me to start my own show, that that was one of the influences in my life, along with the TV show Frasier, I must say, on the radio, solving your problems. And so thank you, Kelly, for that inspiration. Oh, my God. Okay, I didn't know that. I'm taking a moment. Yes, breathing take a moment. In. I'm so, oh, thank you. That is such a high, high, high compliment coming from you you and all the great work that you do and the great work that you do with the International Association for the Study of Dreams, the IASD. My home away from home. You yes. tell us, let's come right out of the bat and tell us about the event that's coming up and what involved IASD this year. Definitely. So the IASD is having a virtual conference June 13th to 17th. Um, it's a uh, all, all online, so we're, we're at home in our pajamas, uh, drinking tea, and, uh, and it's going to be uh, a lot of uh, five different tracks running simultaneously, and yet all of the talks that are, uh, that are, um, that are not experiential, like the, uh, uh, the science talks and uh, the informational talks, are going to be recorded, so you don't have to sit glued to your screen for eight hours a day, that, you, that, that all of the talks are going to be recorded. But then at the same time, there's going to be these experiential workshops, uh, and there are mm-hmm. so many offered. Mm-hmm. I think there's 130 offerings altogether um, during this event, wow. and uh, the workshops will be totally um, in person and, you know, experiential the way that we all do Zoom these days where, uh, where you can really interact with each other and with the teachers, and so we can uh, really get to experience all these amazing dream people that we know about in various places, and it covers everything from the arts to personal growth work to sciences, uh, and uh, it's a, an amazing array of people. We usually have these conferences in person, but this is the best that we could do this year, so uh, it's, uh, you can find out about it at asdreams.org, and this is June 13th through 17th. Wow, beautiful, <clears throat> beautiful. Oh my gosh, now my now I have a frog in my throat. But <laughs> I, <laughs> the hits just keep on Kathy, coming in. You, I know, I know. Let's just keep rolling with it. We will. The show must keep going on, though. It doesn't stop. Uh, okay. So, um, hey, Kathy, Kelly, you Kelly, can I throw my quote in here? This may be just the perfect moment for this quote I love from Rilke. Okay. Let everything. I- Yes, please. I was just, you you read my mind. Just keep going. No feeling is final. Let everything happen to you. Just keep going. There it is. That's what we're doing today. Yes. No feeling is final. Let everything happen (laughs) to you. Just keep going. No feeling is final. It's so true. Catherine, (laughs) what are the, what are you, you're presenting at the, at the conference. So what are the events that you're presenting? 
Yes, thank you. I have, I'm giving a 30-minute talk about dreaming as emotional immune system. I'm going to share a little bit about my personal journey with dreams, but most of the talk is about the science behind the dreams. As I, I am, a, um, I am a, a trained astrophysicist, actually, a scientist at heart. Whoa. And so I'm going to be talking about some of the research that shows that, that emotions are, um, are transformed during our dreams and that that is, seems to be their main function. And then I'm also offering a morning dream group, which is going to meet four times in a row. So we'll make a little community. We can get to know each other and we'll practice some of the techniques for how to enhance that emotional immune system uh, with our own dreams and with each other, because sharing dreams is one of the most powerful ways of working with them. Oh my God. Okay. So that's worth the price of admission all by itself. Just the morning yeah. dream, dream group with you and your workshop. I can't wait to hear about it. I know we're going to get to hear some of the bells and whistles in this, in this hour that we have with you. So I'm excited about that. Um, I want to throw out just um, from an announcement perspective. I've also, I'm going to be presenting the hero's journey and, and dreams at the conference. And I know there's so many, there's going to be a, a dream ball there's there's dream art show there's so many things to do this this is always a life changing event i don't think i mean after every ias conference i go to my life is different in radical and profound ways it's like if there's a healing that happens and an uplifting all at the same time it's it, so people if you want to if you want some like quick alchemy go to the IASD conference as dreams.org. You can sign up for it. Okay. So Catherine, you shared a dream recently. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy, you're going to <laughs> let's start with a little dream sharing. Um, I love this dream. Okay. Catherine, just take it away. This dream that you shared um, on your email just a couple days ago. What yeah, was that? No, it's like, I, I, I really practice what I preach as far as sharing dreams. And I, I think it's so powerful that, a dream I had um, recently uh, where I am in my closet <laughs> and it was like I'm at some hotel room. I don't know what that's all about, but I'm trying to decide what to wear because I want to go out for the evening. Something I haven't done in over a year now because of the pandemic. But, I, mm -hmm. but in the dream, okay, I'm getting ready to go out and I have all this crazy clothes that I don't really recognize in my wardrobe. And I'm fixated on these two brightly colored flowered miniskirts. Now, you know, I'm, a, I'm kind of a deadhead, more tie-dyes and blue jeans in my style, but miniskirts, okay, <laughs> this is what I have to wear is these flowered miniskirts. And, you know, for me, there's something here about, you know, well, there's a little bit of FOGO, the fear of going out, but that's also, like, there's something about being new and, like, stepping into my newness as I go out, as, as we start to get vaccinated and to go out into the world again. It's like, maybe I get to be different, more um, you know, more lively, the flowering, the colorfulness, even the swishiness of it. It's kind of sexy, actually, like right around my hips, you know, like in the little miniskirt. It's like, is there something new opening oh. up in me for me here? And it's hard for me to decide in the dream. I'm like, oh, I don't know. What do I wear? So it's a big deal to make these decisions. <laughs> I love this dream. So what's your association with miniskirts? Can you say oh. something about that and what you like, what your reflection of your own dream is? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, it's not like, like I was saying, it really isn't something I would typically wear. Um, but when I, you know, when I do wear them um, that, uh, and because I have, there is something kind of sexy about them. And that's like, that's a big deal for me because sexuality has been a long part of my journey. 
as it is for so many people to really come to terms with that. And there's something about my hips and, and the freeness of it and something about dancing. And, uh, you know, miniskirts seem a little bit like, uh, well, it's kind of um, people who are really out there, who are really comfortable with themselves, who really want to show off all their leg and, uh, and are, are flirty. It's kind of a flirty thing. So that's kind of, What's opening up for me, I think, is is just this this kind of excitement and a new a new way of going out. Wow, I love this. So, are you open for us to play with this dream? And can Nancy take a little stab at this? Because I know she's chomping Jeez. at the bit because you're speaking her language. She's a closed <laughs> goddess for sure. Aphrodite incarnate. Um, are you open uh, to that, Catherine? Absolutely. Just to say I'm Persephone. So this is Aphrodite is not so much my gig. Okay, I'm curious Nancy to hear what T. you have to say, Nancy. <laughs> oh, wow. It's so interesting because, I mean, right away you said a miniskirt and I went, you know, like the like dogs when their little ears go up. <laughs> I got really interested and I don't wear miniskirts anymore, but there was a time and I did. And you're right. There's, there's a different feeling about them. And I I look at that, if it were my dream, I would look at it like mini, you know, sometimes we need just to take a little mini vacation. Sometimes we need to just take a little mini moment for ourselves. We need to take a, a mini mouse kind of way of looking at life. We need mini just feels so big in this dream for me. And it feels mm. like, a, you know, it's, it's just a reminder that freedom that we feel when we have that little mini skirt on that's with us all the time. And it's like a bouquet of flowers. It just, it's Aww. just a gift that keeps on giving. That's, that's what I came up with. <laughs> oh, thank you. Can I play Catherine? Are you open? Yeah, please, if, please. if you guys can hear me. I can yep, hear we you. can hear you. If it were my dream, I, first of all, I love that you, you taught me a new phrase, Catherine. I had never heard of Fogo. So we, we all know what FOMO is, but have you all heard of FOGO, the fear of going out? Have you heard of this, Nancy? I think uh, no, weird. no, I haven't. And I don't have that, but I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm right, not so, like well, I was having the FOGO during all of quarantine, but now I, I'm double vaccinated and I'm feeling powerful with my three masks. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, how powerful this is. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a great lyric. Double vax, triple masks. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing a, a rap song here. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's, yeah. it's so feels like if it's my dream, a, a mini skirt to me in my world is so Aphrodite. So mm. like I'm here to have fun and, um, and it's it is sexy and and there's a vulnerability in it. Like the the mm. Athena part of me is like oh the wind could mm -hmm. blow at any moment. Oh my God. <laughs> they can see everything. It's like, uh, it's vulnerable. And, mm -hmm. and so it feels like going out is, it is a little vulnerable being around the people. There is a transition. I just feel like clothes are about the persona. Like, will the real me please step up? Like, who am I really? Mm -hmm. What do I want to be? I have a chance to reinvent myself. And I want to mm -hmm. wear just, I want to, like, I want to take advantage of this opportunity and put some thought into it, not just do business as usual. So maybe right. take a risk and maybe do something more feminine, which to me is also kind of aligned with intuitive and sensitive and connected to the, the more subtle realms and 
so it's it's all of those things and it feels all I know is that I feel so happy that this dream exists and I'm so happy that it's now my dream. So thank you, Catherine, yes, for that lovely gift. And everyone and who's listening is coming you know, to there's, you. there's a real chance that we get to make a choice here that when we're as we're coming out of this pandemic situation, we get to choose how we step forward and how we step out and, and we can do that more mindfully and more joyfully. And I think that this dream is a lot about that. So would you say that right. this dream connects to your theory of the positive use of denial? Um, because I was reading about that and I was just so excited, disassociation as a human superpower, the positive use of denial. Uh-huh. And I was like, wait a minute, because we've all been in <laughs> denial about this, about the pandemic to some extent. Like <laughs> We're just going to pretend like it's Hello, not happening. Hello, Cleopatra. You know, so, so how do you explain that if you were to share that with us? Because I was really excited to hear. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think dissociation is is definitely a human superpower and it's extremely useful function. However, it should be of limited time. We shouldn't have be dissociated Mm. about a topic forever and we shouldn't be in denial forever. But there are moments when we're taking care of business, like when we really, well, when I was evacuated from my home because of the fires last fall here in Santa Cruz, um, where it was really helpful oh, for me to be gosh. in denial and to just go, okay, I'm not going to think about whether my house is burned to the ground or not. I'm just going to go buy groceries mm. and, you know, get my camp stove going and just to really kind of be functional. Like that was a very useful use of denial. But then, uh, but then as I came back to my home, my house was okay. And I started to recover. Then, then I found my dreams started to open up again. Um, that, that you know, when I was in the denial, my dream, my dreams were, were kind of just holding me. Oh. Like I had one dream with a, a giant, like a three story tall golden giant. And he had fallen to the ground, was weeping. And in the dream, I'm like, okay, you do that. <laughs> I can't do that right now. <laughs> like, you can hold those big painful feelings of mine because I can't right now. I have, I can't, I just can't. But then as I went back and started to unravel, my dreams started bringing me these images of coming down from the mountain and the snow kind of melting. And I was able to get more in touch with how scared I had been um, during, uh, during the evacuation. And so we don't want to be in denial forever. It's useful as this human superpower, but, but for a limited duration. And we've been, it's over a year now that we've been in lockdown. And so I think maybe part of this, of this miniskirt dream is me kind of coming out of that denial. Like, you know, even the superpowers, the superheroes that we always, you know, see on the movies and they have this, they have this, this dark side to them because it's, it Mm -hmm. takes a toll to have the superpowers very useful and we shouldn't stay in it forever. But um, so I think maybe the miniskirt is, is, is the sign of me kind of coming out Oh, I'm coming out of the closet, like here I'm in, literally in the closet in the dream, that this Ooh. is like I'm starting to imagine coming out of my home again and mingling and going to restaurants and, uh, and seeing my friends and hugging my friends and things like that. So maybe I'm starting to thaw a little bit here. Mm-hmm. And, and the dreams will really guide us. But I, I found that my dreams kind of lead me or they, they, they show me where I'm at as I'm, as I'm making the journey from step to step. Oh, I had a dream about like... a closet recently, too. Oh, oh okay. well, 
it was do. it was really oh, yeah. fast it's a really fast one i'll tell you what yeah. i was you know i live in an old house this such an old house that sometimes we hear scurrying in the walls you can tell a chipmunk's gotten caught inside or whatever and i was looking at the top of my closet and like there's a top shelf that goes all the way around and i could see something scurrying and i was like oh no is it a squirrel is it a chipmunk <laughs> whatever it is it's going to freak me out and it ended up being a black fish and it flapped out and, <gasps> and landed on the back of my neck and I woke up. <gasps> a, a, a black fish. So imagine imagine a fish like like the shape of a goldfish, only it's like about a foot long. It's like that long. Whoa. And oh. it's that size. And it's black. <gasps> I looked right up. I, I looked up like blackfish, what's the significance? You know, is there anything? And I don't know. I was I think I was still too freaked out. But that was in my <gasps> yeah. closet. What do you think of that, girls? <laughs> wow. Let's, let's, let, let's let Catherine take a, yeah. a quick stab at that one if Absolutely. you want to. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's very much out of place. That's one thing I get is that this fish wouldn't really, it needs water. It's like it's something yeah. that's like way is out of place. And, you yeah. know, and, it, and as a fish is for me, the watery thing, it comes from the subconscious and the place of feelings and, um, and, and the, the deeper, our deeper selves. And like, is there some place that my deeper self is kind of bursting out? And it's interesting how it lands on your neck. Um, and you're in bed in the dream, if I get that right. It's like, no, I'm standing. Of, I'm actually standing in front of the closet oh, and I turn around because I'm freaked out. And then it jumps on the back of my neck. Which, you know, kind of leaping out at you. Hey. Did you have anything else to say, Catherine? I don't want to cut you off because I'll. Oh no, down no, that's uh, that's good. That's, I'm just curious, like what what does it feel like for Nancy? Because that's what it's all about. Is it the, how does it land yeah. for the dreamer? If Absolutely. if it landed on me in a freaked out way, I was freaked <laughs> out. On you. <laughs> I mean, just because I'm really like I could be very naturey, but as far as animals go, I like to look at them from a distance. I've had some bad experiences, so I'm not like connected to animals that way. But a fish was so weird. And it jumped out and I was freaked out and I woke up freaked out. And when I think about it, I'm freaked out. I mean, it's just a consistent mm. freaked out. <laughs> and it was in my so closet, going, you know. Crazy. Oh my goodness. We're going to a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk more about, about um, how our dreaming can be a part of our emotional and we're talking with Catherine Bell, experientialdreamwork.com. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere and bring us your dreams. We'll be right back. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Hello, everybody. This is Nancy T. I'm here not because Kelly isn't, but just because there's been some crackling we're trying to avoid. So let me just real quick read from the Luminous Humanist book to get us back on track before we continue our conversation with Catherine Bell. So April 21st, Diamond is Enough. Whatever may be coming up. No, it's Diamond in Enough. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> she, see, she's still there. I told you guys. She's I still I there. <laughs> sorry. I wrote it yeah. for Mariah. Okay. So oh, I'm sorry. Diamond in enough. Like the diamond in a rough. Get it? Diamond in enough. Whatever may be covering up your unique gifts, you are more valuable than a thousand diamond mines. The treasure you bring to life is beyond measure, but it takes excavating. Even once you spot the twinkling of your diamonds, your gifts, talents, and unique contribution to life, they must be polished, i.e. taken responsibility for, before you experience your multifaceted value, cash them in, and share them with the world. And the affirmation is, I dedicate today to polishing my inner diamonds in the rough so they may shine in their full splendor. April 21st, Diamond and Enough. And you know who's more than enough and who's wonderful and who's awesome is our guest, Catherine Bell. So Catherine, tell us everything about what you've got coming up and how people can reach you and your website, share it all. Absolutely. This is just such a great opportunity to be here uh, with, with Kelly and Nancy. And my website is experientialdreamwork.com. And I do, uh, I do Zoom groups. I have an ongoing workshop, which has been going since May, last May in the pandemic. It's been my refuge. And I do uh, monthly topics. Uh, and coming up in starting in May is going to be dreams and relationships. And so um, join us for that. It's highly interactive i got a great community of people going and we'll like learn all about dreams and relationships from blame and shame and projections to of course sexuality so uh that i do that i also have groups and i do one-on-one work and i have my radio show which is called the dream journal you can look it up as a podcast um and um they also coming up in june is a conference from the iasd the international association for the study of dreams you can go to the webpage asdreams.org. The conference is June 13th to 17th, and it's going to be a fabulous blast with talks, workshops, dream ball, art, and science, and so much more. So find out about that at asdreams.org. That is awesome. And we should remind everybody, if you want to call in with your dream, this is a great day to do that because you'd have Catherine and Kelly telling you what up. So the number is 816-251-3555. We'll take your calls. We'd love to hear from you. So, Kel, are you still there? She isn't. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <Kelly>. <laughs> Got all quiet yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> I think now she's there. Yeah. Can we oh, hear yeah, you? Yeah, we I'm can. Hello, hello. It's like I'm on the side of the road waving my hands. Can anybody hear me? Oh, my God. <laughs> now we can. Um, so yesterday, this is kind of a fun thing, Catherine. I don't know if you know about this thing that I did this summer. I just um, called Dream Stream. It was an experimental <laughs> um, dream and sleep laboratory that was online via Twitch, Twitch Presents Network. It just got... Um, we just became a Webby Award honoree, and this just came mm. in. So if anyone's listening and they haven't yet had a chance to watch this very bizarre show, we, we became an honoree because they put it in the category of most um, adventurous and weird. <laughs> it's the most adventurous <laughs> and weird that category. All over, and believe me. <laughs> It was, and it was all about, I mean, it, you'll have to just see it, but I got to be the dream doctor for this um, wild, wild show on Twitch Presents, and it's been getting all kinds of recognition, so I just had to give that a little 
shout out because it's it's kind of you know blowing up anyway Catherine, i want to ask you about this um i've been hearing so many people sharing with me um dreams about tsunamis and i've had mm. many of those myself it's not been lately but i feel like this this dream in if it were mine because it is is sort of related to all of the things that you've brought up so far today mm. about um the superpower of being able to compartmentalize the things that we don't want to feel and kind of to me the having tsunamis in a dream might represent that there's this like what's suppressed must express. And so there's these emotions that are getting expressed in such a big way, kind of like the giant of, of emotions, the tsunami, but also how this might be helping, how might this be helping with the emotional immune system? So mm-hmm. how do you address all tsunami dreams? Absolutely. Well, one of the ways that I would work with that kind of a dream like that is well to have a lot of tenderness for yourself and to know that there is a huge feeling here. The sense of being overwhelmed is sort of often associated with with tsunamis and this this sense that that I can't cope. That so much is happening here, and like just becoming aware of that feeling may be really useful because I I would have feel dreams like that. And then get it and wake up and go, oh, I don't feel that overwhelmed. But then when I would feel into the dream, it kind of like, oh, but then there's all that. It kind of let me kind of pierce the veil of that denial that even though in waking life, I felt like things were going pretty well. When I would have a tsunami dream, uh, it, it helped me really connect with the feelings that were that I was not in touch with yet. Um, so right. that's. So that's really helpful to like then be notice we're becoming aware that this feeling of overwhelm is there. And maybe we thought, oh, I'm fine. I can do it. You know, I'm doing all right here. But actually, right. maybe it's a bigger deal than we think in waking life. Right. And maybe there's even maybe that there is some processing of those emotions without us having to do the heavy lifting in waking life. Like, could we Absolutely, say that the yeah. dreams are helping to process that that so that we we can afford to be more calm in our waking life Absolutely. where we need to be like it's better to have it in that ratio than the other way where we're just complete drama queens in our waking lives making everything worse and then having peaceful dreams so what do you well, think just about think that about, yeah no I, I totally agree with you kelly and just think about the the how many dreams we don't remember like every night we have like four or five periods of REM sleep where we're where we're actively dreaming every single night but if I remember right. four dreams a week, that's that's a big week for me. So there's right. there's like ninety percent of the dreams that even people like you and me who are writing down all yeah. these dreams, ninety percent of our right. dreams are not coming into waking consciousness. And so and yet the, the you know the the research shows that that these dreams that we don't remember are still helping us work out emotional issues. So you can. You know, you can give yourself space if you wake up and you're trying to remember your dreams and you can't. At least you can know that your brain is working with the dreams. And the dream itself is part of building neural bridges in, a, in your brain and start a part of the emotional healing is the dream while it's happening. Not even remembering and talking about it later. That just enhances the original effect. Right. But the original effect is totally automatic, happens below the level of consciousness. And we can, you know, thank our stars for our dreams because we do wake up better in the morning. We say, let's sleep on it. Actually, it's more like let's dream on it because it's the dreams that help us make decisions and help us feel better in the morning. Amen, sister. 
powerful, mm-hmm. powerful stuff. Okay, so let's take, let's have um, a little dream from Miss Denise. Denise, you always have wonderful dreams, and I'm excited for your dream that you've been, and you've been wanting to share some stuff, and I'm so happy that you're going to get to meet Catherine Bell. So bring Hi, it. Denise. Right. Bring it Denise. Hi. So Nancy, I mean, not Nancy, I'm getting Nancy and y'all two mixed up, too. <laughs> I'm getting y'all mixed up all of a sudden today. But um, Kelly. Yes. Um, I wanted to bring up the one from last week real quick and real fast because the other one is connected to it. So since those two didn't hear it, um, Nancy and Catherine, and you know I talk fast anyway. So yeah. so um, Catherine and Nancy, I told uh, Kelly about the dream of the guest she had last week. And real quick because I talk fast because I'm considerate about other people behind me. Um, I had a dream that I went to a function and um, – a, a young lady and her mother was there. I'm friends with the family. I'm friends with the, the daughter and the mother, uh, the girlfriend. I've known her for 30, 40 years. I'm the godmother of her son, blah, blah, blah. So I go to this function that they're having, and, and there's cake. And the daughter, the daughter who knows me very well, knows that I'm crazy about cake, um, bakery cake, uh, birthday cake, wedding cake, those kind of cakes. And in the dream, she saw me. And she, she, you know, any other in waking life, oh, here comes Denise, let me cut the, you know, get the cake cut. But in the dream, she didn't do that. So anyway, you know, my eyes get all bright because I'm seeing this cake. And it's white cake, yellow uh, yellow cake, white ice, and whatever. So anyway, then she didn't say that. So then I said, I said, to them, I didn't say anything. So then the mother is aware of it too because the whole family knows. I've known her for years. So the mother cuts me a piece of cake, and of course I get the cake. So that was the dream last week that I told um, Kelly about. And then two days later, which I'm presenting today, two days later, I dreamt that I was eating red velvet cake. And Ooh. so I, 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 as I wrote that down with that young lady just said, Catherine, your dreams show you where you're at. I don't want to miss this blessing because to dream about that much cake, because I was telling um, Kelly when I was younger and dreaming, and I dreamt about cake as a younger woman, I would always meet somebody. Now, they might not have been worth two pennies, and it didn't last because they wasn't worth two pennies. Um, I used to dream about cake and meet, and meet a man two weeks later. But, and, I, and I just think with this much sweetness, I don't want this opportunity to pass me by because there is something to me very sweet, very good, about to happen, and I don't want to miss it because it's just too much cake. That's it. Ooh. Catherine, why don't you okay. take a take it away? You're our guest, Catherine Absolutely. Bell. Well, Denise, I want to ask you: Are you looking to meet a man right now? Oh, yeah, I'm always looking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a yeah. I'm a single woman, and I'm always looking. Yes. So yeah, okay. the answer to that is yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you know, one of the things that um, that over time with dreams, I found is that. Um, and it certainly I was looking for a long time. I had a string of bad relationships and, you know, just yada, yada, yada. But I found a, a man who, who I love very much. And he, this is a public announcement. He's, he's going to be moving in in a couple months. Yay. <laughs> and, and it's also terrifying because That's I've been awesome. alone for like 14 years or something. So but what, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is, is that, is that it, maybe the cake is for you. Like, could there be a way of, like, filling yourself up that the dream is offering the sweetness is you? Ooh. You know? Like, cause here Ooh. it is, cake, and cake again. What is it, you know, your own sweetness, like, in filling up our own cup? Is there some way that, 
that the dream is kind of like wakening up the sweet in your mouth of the sweetness of the dream. Ah, okay. Mm, nice. Okay. All right. Yeah. Nancy, think, uh, oh, go ahead, Catherine. Uh, Keep going. No, yeah, no, no, I go ahead. Real, I want to say real quick that uh, Kelly, you know, who's Yo. my idol, her interpretation last week, Kelly saw it a little bit different, didn't you, Kelly? You saw it that I was trying to have my cake and eat it too. And type eat of? it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's you know what the, you know what they could both be true because Denise, the thing about dreams is there is no one like interpretation of a dream. Even that word interpretation right. kind of bugs right. me a little. That's like right. pinning a butterfly yeah. to a mat. Like, okay, you've got it, but now it's dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like maybe there that's maybe good. there's like layers, like a layer cake going on here, like with the icing okay. and everything. That like you have maybe a little bit of both. Like maybe. Having your right. kids eating it too is, is like also part of the, the quest for, for right. somebody else. Like you want to have well, a good relationship and you also want your own beautiful radiance to, to shine through. So you want to, ha- you want to have your cake and eat it too. And part of that is building it. up your own race and radiance. So, you know, that's okay. why dreams are so rich. They're like poetry. Yes, they are. Multiple yes, layers. they are. Oh, Ooh, awesome. I love that. Ooh, and I love that perspective, Catherine. It's such a, yes. it's like a horrid image of like yes. pinning the butterfly to a mat. You've got it. Now it's dead, but I, oh, it? but it's so true. There's so many. Yes. I always feel but sad when said, I hear someone say, now I know what my dream means. Because, but wait, I'm sure there's more. There's <laughs> you more. Kill yeah. the butterfly. Don't yes, do that. Exactly. You murderer. Okay. Then, oh my God. Yeah, there's something I want to. Okay, oh, I want to just add in here for a second, because Catherine, you said the word quest, and so it triggered mm. the hero's journey in me, which I, of course, yeah. I always have that. I'm sort of obsessed with it on the brain. And I notice in the hero's journey when I lead workshops, and this for myself as well, that a lot of, like, the hero's journey can be arduous. It's, there's, there's, mm. when we're, in, when we're in the process of transformation, we're, there's, we're confronting obstacles. We're going into the belly of the whale. There's, there's mm. all kinds of challenges. And then mm. we come upon the reward. And often mm. I notice people sometimes, mo- most people mm. and myself included in the past, sometimes mm. the hardest stage of all is the reward stage mm, where, yep. where it's like, it's mm. time for our just desserts. Like you deserve mm. a party. You deserve some recognition. You've mm, come a long way, the cake. baby. Right. Mm. Like it, it takes the cake. It's like a lot of times when we get, when we're receiving a compliment, we'll be like, oh, thanks. But whatever, you know, this old thing, this old mini skirt mm. with the flowers on it, whatever. Like, <laughs> But to be able to, mm. so if it were my dream, Denise, I feel like there's a, Whenever cake shows up to me, it feels like it's time for some reveling. It's time to not just mm. gobble it up and walk on by. It's time to really go, wow, what is it that that I need mm. to recognize in myself, that I need to be sweet with myself about, that I need to honor? There's something being celebrated here, and I don't want to yeah. miss it because I'm such a no. warrior. I'm always ready mm-hmm. to do battle with the next dragon, but can I take the time to eat the friggin' cake? Yeah. So, Ooh, I love that. So Ooh, it feels wow. like that's related to bringing love in because we attract where we're at. So if we are loving to ourselves, then it's just physics that we would attract the universe of people that would also reflect yeah. back to us how lovable we are. So that's yeah. what I got. Nancy, what about you, sweetheart? Um, well, 
It's interesting because I, you know, if this were my dream, I'd be so happy because I love cake. So I enjoyed every moment of you telling me the story and I couldn't wait for you to tell me what type of frosting. So thank you. I need to know all of that because to me, cake is not cake without frosting and no. anything mm -hmm. that if it doesn't have frosting, I, I don't even know why cake. you're, why are you calling it cake? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> so I just needed to get that passionate part out of the cake thing with me. But let me say to you that, um, um, one thing that stuck out, and if it were my dream, is noticing that, okay, everybody knows you love cake. It's like, no, this is, she's a sweetheart. She loves cake. She deserves her just desserts, all that. But there was, but the girl wasn't cutting it for you. There's a significance to that, uh, that you were that. expecting that. You were expecting to walk right up there and have, you know, your, have your due, what was due, but somebody was holding you back or someone wasn't recognizing you or Ooh. offering it. If it were my dream, they weren't giving what you thought. Hey, wait a minute. I thought I deserved this little reward. Mm -hmm. And so her mom came and made it right. But I think there's a real big significance to the not, the daughter not giving you the cake. And I want to ask you, what did that mean to you? What did you feel then? You know, you you know, you can tell that you and Nan, you and I don't know why I'm making y'all getting y'all mixed up today. We you are as one. Kelly, Kelly Nancy, Nancy, Nancy Kelly. We're one person. You can really. Tell, you can tell. Yeah, you really, really. But you can tell that y'all are, are are one and the same because uh, Kelly asked that same identical. Question oh, did she? <laughs> the identical question. That's identical. hilarious. Well, can I? Can I? Since I wasn't here last week. Can can I, can I offer a take right on that, yeah. that moment? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one of one of the things that I think that is really valuable to help us move forward in our lives is to kind of cultivate a sense of longing, like to so not like oh I wish I had this I wish I had that but just a sense of like of like yearning like this is something that I'm, I'm like attracting into my life and sometimes I feel like the dreams kind of slow us down a little so that we can feel that sense of longing. So like, it's oh. like, oh, I can see the cake, but I can't touch it. But boy, I really want it. So like the feeling of the longing might be what one of the things the dream is offering in that moment. <gasps> see, Kelly, oh, Kelly, I, I don't receive that. I heard uh -huh. what she said, but I, I don't receive it. Something about that went over my head and I don't know why. Okay, but perfect. I don't know why you said it and it makes sense. Say it again. Oh, well, the, can I, let me, okay, can well, I try I to reiterate this? Oh, if you like, sure. I just want to say that it's because what it's landing on me so profoundly, Catherine, I mean, like that, that we could treat every <laughs> single aspect and treat using that in both ways of the both senses, but looking at every single part of the dream Mm -hmm. of any dream as if it is mm -hmm. all a gift it's all a treat mm -hmm. it's all a treasure so even the absence of somebody being willing to offer us the cake is also a gift because yeah. it's suddenly like if we were being barraged by cake yeah. every time yeah. i turn a corner someone's giving me damn yeah. cake yeah. we'd be like ah, <laughs> blah 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 but to go right oh, i want that sometimes i mean i've said to myself in the past especially in relationships, because I've been in the past, like really drawn to relationships that are like pursuing, like kind of even caveman style. And I've thought, I just want to want, I want to experience mm -hmm. the wanting so that let that be a predecessor to the having. And then 
Denise, back to your dreams that are now my dreams, that are now all of our dreams. The following dream is about this chocolate velvet cake where all of a sudden you get the cake. So it's like, I feel like there's a continuum. There's like the, I always get cake. Everyone knows I love cake, but oh my God, it's sort of being withheld or just not offered in the traditional, typical way. And it makes me kind of sad. So then bam, the next dream is now I'm having it and now I have it, but I appreciate that I have it. And that makes all the difference. Mm -hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. And maybe now mm-hmm. that you have it, it and it's red velvet, red is yeah. like for love. So maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it does have to do with love. Who knows? Oh. <laughs> and maybe, maybe the red velvet cake is, is what I would prefer. And so sometimes I have to say no to the yellow cake with what vanilla frosting to, to yeah. open myself up to the red vanilla cake, you know? And they're both good cakes. So I'm all about your dream. (laughs) How is is all that landing on you, Denise, now? Are you taking a breath and eating and gobbling this up or or taking each morsel? And I want to say to Nancy real quick, because I said it to you real quick. The daughter, like I said, we've been friends for years, but we went our separate ways for whatever, you know, different reasons. We're still friends, but we're just not like we used to be. But Mm. um, lost my chain of thought. Um, I was about to say something about that. I'm going to jump in. Um, Let me just say this until somebody, until you come up with that, Denise. Um, I got it. I I got it. Got it. Go. Go. Um, um, quick. Um, I had it. You made you made it away. (laughs) Um, that I used to. Um, about three or four months ago, I was reading about her every day, and I had told her sister and told her sister. I told Nancy. Um, told Kelly this, and I called the sister and said, you know, I keep dreaming about. I'm not gonna say her name on this radio. I kept dreaming about what's name, so I sent her an email and said, hey, I keep dreaming about you. Is everything okay? And she will not even respond back. And the sister's like, I don't know why. So that has always bothered me that I've known mm. you for 40 years. But, like, I saw my dreams as stupid. So to her, be like, oh, Denise had another stupid dream. I'm not going to email her back to hear about the dream. So I kind of felt a little jacked up about that. So her not giving me the cake in the dream, I'm like, how dare you? I was dreaming about you every day for a week, and I know something was going on. Intuitively, something was going on, and maybe that's why she didn't want to text me back. Because deep down inside, I was like, damn, Denise had figured out something in her dream. Yeah, I figured out something was going on with you. And since you didn't respond after 40 years of friendship, that's jacked up. Okay. Oh, oh. you know what? Yeah. This is this feels so important, and I'm and I'm just gonna, you know, as some some of you know that my my sister, who I'm super super close with, we have mm-hmm. been we haven't been talking for about six months or more, mm-hmm. and it's been painful for me. And I'm all of a sudden because of what Catherine said about that 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 aspect of the dream about the longing. It's all of a sudden making me realize that there's there's something about me that's appreciating the connection that I used to have with my sister and that I still right. want to have. And so it's right. like there's an absence where there used to be a presence, but that yeah. automatically creates this kind of, I'm starting to pre-pave as Esther Hicks would say, it's like sending off rockets of desire for this connection that I do wish I'll have and and that I will have one day. And even preparing myself for that, how I can connect spiritually, because on the human realm, the ego level, we're hit and miss all the time, but it makes me feel like at least on the spiritual level, I can have that cake. I can have that connection. So how can I give it to myself, even if she won't give it to me in a human satisfying way? So, so you did that one. 
<laughs> and you know, There's some people house. might judge this book, this dream by its cover and say, oh, you're dreaming about cake. That's superficial. But I think this is about as deep as it gets, because I think our we are pleasure deprived as a species. That's my assertion. And I think we need to have some, we need to work harder at playing better and loving ourselves better. So I think this dream was perfect Amen. for that. Thank you, Denise. You always contribute so heartily. Thank you, honey. Thanks, Go eat Thank cake. You. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Catherine, we have about a minute before we unfortunately have to wrap this show up. So I just want you to any last words of wisdom, anything that's bubbling up from the dreams, any little black fishes that are flopping against your neck <laughs> that want to be acknowledged. <laughs> well, Come I want to really back on what you're saying, Kelly, is that, is that taking in the good stuff is, is something that we have to train ourselves to. So that's why gratitude practice is so important. And it's something I call the treasure hunt is like looking through our dreams to find supportive characters and positive moments in, in every dream so that we can bring those dreams to waking life. When we, you know, to get the cake and to take in the joy is, is really challenging. And so I really encourage everybody to, to look at your dreams to see what is going right. I think it's as challenging Mm -hmm. As wearing a little flowery mini skirt and flouncing yeah. around if you're not, <laughs> yes. you know, it's like, can you dare to wear that mini skirt? Can you dare to be happy? Can you dare to be in springtime? Mm -hmm. Even when you've been mm -hmm. coming out of a long, long winter, can you be open hearted mm -hmm. even when this world has some spiky edges to it? So Catherine Bell, thank you so much for joining us today. And Sorry for my choppiness today. Nancy T, thank you for joining us and being such a wonderful co-host. Thank you, Denise, for sharing thank your you. cake dream always. Thank you, everyone. for Thank you, Louie and Diane Ray behind the scenes. And until we all meet again, don't take your dreams lying down. Check out the IASD conference at asdreams.org and go to Catherine's website, experimentaldreamwork.com. Experientialdreamwork.com. Experientialdreamwork.com. <laughs>